from the PSI ASI Mobile Studios at the Huntley Inn at uh, Big Sky Resort 2019 National Academy. I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and really great show for you right now. I'm really excited to introduce some of our Nancy Oaks Hall Scholarship winners, Jessica Parchetta, Jennifer Lockwood, Tara Adams, Stephanie Zimmers, and Mindy Fairchild. Thank you all for taking the time. I know there's a movie, I know there's a party, and you came here to talk with us, so thanks very much. Thanks Thank for having you. Us, Thank you. So, Mindy, let's start with you. Okay. Tell us your story. How did you apply for the scholarship? What was it about the Nancy Oaks Hall scholarship that really grabbed you? Well, I read about it, I believe, in 32 Degrees, um, either that or the newsletter somewhere. And um, first it was just one of those things I was skimming over, and then I like looked at it again, and I'm like, well, that kind of sounds like me. Um, just, I don't know, I just, I didn't know if I had a good shot, but I thought it was worth trying. Um, just, I, I'm an adaptive instructor, so for 21 years I've been volunteering as a ski instructor. Um, and there was a lot, you know, about just giving back and wanting to have leadership roles in the, you know, female leadership roles in the organization, and uh, I just thought it was worth a try. What area are you with? I uh, teach with a, an adaptive program called Stride, um, which is out of West End Lake, New York, and we teach, um, well, we have three mountains, but the program, the, the mountain I'm at is Jiminy Peak, Massachusetts, and uh, yeah, that's, that's where I've been teaching for 21 years. Tara, same question. What was it that uh, really drove you to make the application? Um, I read about it, I think, at the newsletter online, and I really wanted a way to come to Rider Rally, but it's kind of expensive and I currently am based in Vermont so I was unsure but I saw that in the description really focused on giving back and on professional growth and development and I thought that that was something that rang true with me um, that's something that I seek to always grow in my professional development while giving back um, so I applied I work at an adaptive program I'm the dire program director at Mount Snow Vermont for the adaptive program there and um, I think the characteristics of giving back or being available to your community to better it was something that, that rung true to me as well. Jennifer, same question. Well, my friend Sarah Richardson and a mentor of mine early on um, actually was mentored by Nancy Oaks Hall. And so she recommended that um, I check out the scholarship and apply. And so at first when I looked at it, um, the timing wasn't good. I thought it was for the Women's Summit. So I put it aside and then when the 32 Degrees came out, I went back and revisited it and read the story about Nancy Oaks Hall and was inspired by her message and her giving back to the community and thought, um, that's what I do on a daily basis and try to do, and so I thought I'd give my shot at the at the scholarship. Jess? Well, um, I have had a, it's been hard for me to turn down opportunities in teaching women and girls. Um, it's been a passion of mine because I've had mentors who've helped me up through the years, and so I felt that it was important to give back, and it sounded like a wonderful opportunity. And Stephanie? Uh, sort of the same thing the other girls have said. I think I read about um, the scholarship and uh, Nancy Oaks and it sounded like a great opportunity. Um, also reminded me of some of the female mentors that I've had 
over the past couple of seasons. Um, but the timing, I was, you know, not quite sure if it had to be the Women's Summit or if you could use it for National Academy. And then one of my mentors, Kathy Brennan, you know, said, hey, you should think about applying for this. So I read through everything again and said, you know, yeah, this sounds like something, you know, that I've been inspired by, you know, her legacy and other instructors that I've known. So, um, yeah, I took a shot and sent my application in. So I'd love to hear you just have a conversation about this because I've heard it from a few different people that Nancy Oaks Hall's Women's Scholarship truly embodies paying it forward. What, I mean, I hate this as a question, but I really mean this one. What does that mean to you and, and how do you take that and do that yourself? Jennifer, let's start with you. Well, I think I echo what others have said. Um, there have been so many people along my journey in the organization that have helped me get to where I'm at. And, um, you know, just sitting here thinking about them and all that they gave back to me, gave to me to help me grow and, and learn about um, teaching the sport of skiing um, inspires me to want to pay that forward. I want to, and I want to get more women involved. We need more women involved. Um, there's a lot of women out there skiing, but we need to pull them into the teaching and passing it forward so that we can inspire the next generation of female skiers. Um, for me, I think one of the things that I'm really inspired by, and the story of Nancy um, as being one of the first females on the national demo team, while I'm a snowboarder, that's still an area where there is not a lot of females. Uh, Amy Gann is the first um, chosen member onto the, or appointed member onto the snowboard, the Aussie national team, and she's been one of my inspirations. And in the adaptive world, it's there's a lot of females involved, but there isn't a lot of female leadership. And um, that's something that I really look forward to being more involved in at this point in my career. And I think that, um, you know, as I look at girls that are coming up, like I didn't have snow sports. I didn't really have any women that I looked up to. I was thinking about all the people that have given into my career and they're all men, which is great. And I'm very, very, very grateful for them. But I think that we need to shift the tables a little bit. And I'm super excited to be part of that pioneer uh, generation. Yeah, similar to what the other girls have said, um, I think uh, it's really important to inspire younger women, um, especially to either one, get involved in instructing and teaching, um, and then to stay involved, um, just because of you know other things that might be pushing them one way or another. Um, so I think it's really important that we help other females that are teaching out there or thinking about teaching, you know, get the respect that they deserve and get the training that they um, need to succeed. And while I didn't know Nancy Oaks Hall personally, um, I know people who've known her and um, her story really inspired me in terms of how she instilled that love of snow sports in the people that in whose lives she touched. And it it really gives me great joy in, in creating Stoke for snow sports with all of my, my students, but especially the women, to get them more involved, to encourage uh, female instructors to get more involved, to stay involved, and to really like create this sisterhood. It's been really powerful. Um, for me, the process of just doing the application helped me realize even more, I think, how much I just, I mean, over the 
couple decades of teaching, I've learned that I love to teach as much as I love to ski. Um, to the point that, I mean, as a volunteer, I only teach one day a week, typically. And I was finding over the years that I was finding anybody I could to teach, friends, children, um, kids, sibling or kids, friends. And um, I just just found that I really love to teach. And my, my brother currently, you know, speaking of the lack of women um, in leadership roles in the organization, my brother's currently on the national team and had a conversation with him not too long ago about how I think right now, I, I could be wrong, but I think right now there's more women on the national team than there's ever been. And there's eight or something out of 30 or something like that. Um, so like I hadn't ever really thought about women having, you know, a lack of leadership roles in the organization. Um, but when you think about it, it's really, it, it is, it's true. Um, so I just, I mean that to me, I just, I just love to teach whoever I can teach and it's not, it's not an easy sport to get into. It's an expensive sport and, but it can be, you know, it changed my life. You know, I was forced to learn as a kid. I didn't want to learn, but I was forced to learn and, um, and I'm so glad. <laughs> So I really want to get into your personal stories here, and I want you to keep talking right now, Mindy, because okay. of what you just said. Okay. Um, really, what was it that drove you to get into snow sports, but then what is it that got you into teaching and specifically in adaptive? Well, I learned when I was 10. Um, my mother remarried, and my stepfather was the like, lodge manager, like food and beverage manager at a, at a mountain, and we could learn for free, and my mom said, you're going to learn. And... Um, by the time I was a teenager, I just really liked the social aspect of it, and um, and then at you know I, whatever I, I went to college, I skied a little bit during college as much as I could afford and whatnot, and um, I'm a recreation therapist by by profession, and um, I had wanted once I sort of got settled a couple years into my career, I wanted to do some volunteer work, and I found this local organization that I spoke about, Stride, and started teaching. Um, I, I really just like to me I've never I've never felt compelled to teach alpine lessons although you know I, I, I t I'll teach anybody but just that adaptive component is there's just something about it that you know we've had a lot of instructors in our program come over from the regular regular ski school from the alpine ski school um, you know so going from paid to unpaid instructors and say that they would never go back because I guess the way I look or the way I've been told is in Alpine you get you get a lot of parents that have these high expectations for their kids and then maybe you meet them maybe you don't and adaptive the parents have these really low expectations and whatever you get their kids to do they're just thrilled um, so I mean that's just this huge reward um, I mean I just got into it because I just love serving that population um, so I don't did I answer the whole question <laughs> Sarah I'd love for you to pick up yeah, um, I actually grew up never really being around snow sports. Um, I dated a guy, I, I was a whitewater raft, raft guide in the summer. I dated a guy who worked on Mammoth, and so I ended up working into uh, getting a job at Mammoth Ski School in what was termed as the sick and sad room. And uh, you know, it's where the sick kids and the sad kids go, and you serve lunch, and uh, it wasn't very exciting. But uh, I, I signed my housing agreement and my employment agreement, and then went to lunch with that boyfriend, and then he broke up with me. So um, I decided I was going to stick it out. I had taken a year off school, and I was going to stick it out. And um, I decided really quickly that sick and sad room was actually very sick and sad, and I don't want to be there anymore. And they offered me, and they're like, we will teach you how to ski and snowboard if you will give us every day on the three-year-old carpet. 
And I was like, that's fine. I just, I want to be outside. And um, that was really where my love of the snow sports and the mountain community started. Uh, one of the guys that I worked with in the summertime ran the adaptive program at Mammoth. And on my days off, I came down and he was wrapping up a lesson and he had a bike ski, so a sit ski. And I was like, what is that? That's really interesting. And he said, take your skis off and sit down. And I did, and we went for the ride of my life. We went and did uh, boosting out of the super pipe at Mammoth. And I had, I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. Like, this makes me more sense than sitting in the sick and sad room or the three-year-old carpet. And um, I ended up going back to school. I have now my master's degree in recreation therapy. I'm a national certified recreation therapist. And I work with the adaptive program at Mount Snow. Um, and some of the reasons why I really enjoy what I do is that um, recreation in my life, and I've watched it in other people's lives, is, um, is a huge and powerful tool. And I think for a lot of people that have not been given these, the same opportunities or the perception has been placed on them that you are less than or not capable of, um, recreation is a, a way to bridge those gaps and not just in like what we do in our leisure time, but into our daily life, whether that's our jobs or our schools or our families' lives. And I enjoy empowering other people. And that includes my volunteers as my staff. I enjoy um, empowering them to go out and make what they want to out of their snow sports experience, whether that's instructing or working with their families or whatever it is. So the community aspect of that is probably a, one of my driving driving forces within this industry. Jennifer? Well, I got started into the ski industry. My um, now husband that I was dating at the time was a race coach. And so I got to spend a lot of time riding the chair, skiing on my own. And a fraternity brother of his, Chad Haugen, who's actually a PSIA member out of Park City, um, said, Jen, you should ski instruct. I'm a personal trainer. That's my where my career is at. And I went, oh, I never thought about that, but it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I can teach skiing and I can spend time on the snow, which I love. So that's how I got started into the industry was just to fill my time. So I wasn't just skiing on my own. I could share my passion for for the mountain sports. Um, I stayed because of the community. Our, I'm at Mount Hood Meadows in Oregon and we have the best ski school ever. We have a great staff that I got in when we were growing and um, when people were striving to move up through PSIA and that community um, sucked me in and it became my family and to the point that my husband and I moved out of Portland and we moved 17 miles and two turns away from the hill and relocated our kids in new schools and our businesses and to be close to the family that we built and the passion and love that we have for the mountains. Jess? Yeah, so I grew up in uh, Minnesota and uh, skiing on weekends with the Blizzard Ski and Snowboard School, which is a traveling ski school out of the Twin Cities. Um, and I went through that all through school, uh, moved away for college and for, for my first job, but then ended up back in the Twin Cities and by happenstance happened to run into the owner of Blizzard and he, he remembered me and said, guess what, you're going to be an instructor this season. 
And he didn't, he, the way he presented it, it didn't really feel like I had a choice. <laughs> so, so I showed up for the orientation. Um, I went to the clinics and I, my first year I was assigned to float with the kids groups. It's a kids, kids uh, school. So I was teaching all different levels, all different ages. And it was just really, really fun. Um, and then in my second season, I really started to get serious about training. And a lot of the instructors um, really tried to present certification as an achievable challenge for me. And it was a challenge, um, but something that I really enjoyed doing um, the more and more I got into it um, because I was never really an athlete. So it, it really um, challenged me both physically and you know mentally to to reach all those levels of certification. And once I was there, um, that opened up new opportunities. So working part-time with other ski schools and getting more and more involved through, um, just through reputation with um, coaching women and girls. And that led to about three years ago, I, I segued full-time into ski instruction. Um, so teaching for several ski schools in the Twin Cities area and then opening up an indoor ski and snowboard training facility, the Alpine Factory, where I, the ski and ride director there. So skiing's always been a really huge part of my life since I was three years old. Um, and I went to college and skied some, but not a ton because I was so busy. Um, and then during my final year of grad school when I was writing my thesis, I finally had enough time time <laughs> to uh, <laughs> take the instructor training course at Wachusett Mountain, uh, which is in Massachusetts. And um, I told my advisor, like, hey, I'm going to do this thing, and I might not be around as much. But I was pretty much just finishing experiments and doing data analysis anyway. Um, so I did the training course and met a whole bunch of the trainers there um, and found out that all the in other instructors were pretty much just like me. They loved skiing and loved learning about it. Um, and before that, I had only ever taken one formal lesson um, so I was kind of hooked on the learning process um, and had a few um, really key mentors there um, that inspired me to go forward and pursue um, higher levels of certification. Um, Jeff Krawczyk was a, a big mentor and friend. Um, so I just love the learning process and you know all, there's always something new to work on whether it's your teaching skills um, or your skiing or riding skills. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to continuing that. Just a couple of words in conclusion from each of you. Me first. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, I mean, you know, we did the photo shoot today, and even just leading up to this, I mean, one, from the minute I found out I, I was receiving the scholarship, I'm, I'm just grateful. Um, there's no way I would be here without the scholarship. Um, and like I said, it's just um, maybe I didn't say it online or formally, but I, it just made me even more committed to doing what I've always loved to do and um, just I'm just grateful and I, I would love to have known Nancy and um, hope to learn more about her. Um, I also am very thankful for the scholarship or else I wouldn't be here and one of the things when I was reading uh, about Nancy and the thing that stuck out in her life and um, and I look at some of the other women that I look, look up to now um, it doesn't seem like these women sought for the exception, but they sought to be the exception. And I think that that's something that we need to really empower women, specific, specifically in this industry. We don't want the exception, we want to be the exception. And that's what I would put out there to um, girls and younger women that are coming up through through the, um, the certification process or just even thinking about 
being part of the snow sports industry is always seek excellence and don't ever settle for anything less than that. I, w I would echo that. I think um, because of the mentors before me that helped get me here, um, I just I, I want to give back. I'm so grateful for what this sport has given to me. It's been allowed me the opportunity to marry my career with my passion um, and take my former athlete and be able to continue to grow through the certification process and into divisional staff and our Northwest technical team. Um, but all of that for everything that everybody gave to me to help me get to this point and the family, the community. It's not, it's not just about skiing. It's not just about teaching. It's about the friendships that have been made and, um, and we're there for each other when, whether there's snow or not. And um, it's a really thick community and a, and a tight community and small, it gets smaller. And I'm thankful for the opportunity to be here and, um, and, and hear what the diff different divisions have to, are sharing so that we can take that back and share that with our membership as well. Yeah, I, I am just extremely grateful for this opportunity. Um, what a great legacy Nancy Oaks Hall has left for all of us. Um, earlier today at the photo shoot, you know, we got to meet and greet with all of the other award winners who are, are present and current and former national team members for the, from the women's side. And it was just honoring and humbling and just such a treat to have that opportunity and to be here and experience everything that um, National Academy has to offer. Yeah, um, I would definitely agree with what everyone else has said. Um, I was super honored um, to receive that phone call from Murmur. Um, and it's just been really inspiring to be here um, at the Academy because I don't think I would have been able to come without the scholarship. So meeting all these other wonderful, talented ladies um, and getting to ski with them, getting and ride and getting to know, you know, their stories and their backgrounds um, has been really inspiring um, and it was also really a cool opportunity to get all of us together on the snow today um, so that was that was something really special that I think I'll I'll definitely remember for a long time. Well, Nancy Oaks Hall scholarship recipients Jess Parchetta, Jennifer Lockwood, Tara Adams, Stephanie Zimmers, Mindy Fairchild thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. From the PSI AASI Mobile Studios at Huntley Lodge at Big Sky Resort, Montana, 2019 National Academy, I'm George Thomas.